Okay, we're live. Welcome back to another episode of Don Tesla Pod. It's me, Emmanuel, with my fellow podcaster mates with me, Will and Getz. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. We have a lot of things to go over with, especially with the NBA coming back. So let's get to that first. Well, it's official. The NBA is back and better or not. Some people don't like the new format, but let me just give you a little run now what the format is looking like. So the NBA is going to restart with 22 teams. Those 13 teams will be like the top eight teams and the four including will be, well, the five including will be Pelicans, Trailblazers, Suns, Kings, and Spurs. And the one and nine teams for the East, top eight teams, including the Wizards. And with them receiving, they're going to play eight games, like eight regular season games. And then if the eighth and ninth year are close to each other, they'll play a play-in tournament. And then, boom, we got the uh, playoffs like that. So you guys like the new format? Is it good? Is it bad? Tell me your thoughts. The part that I really don't like is – that it, after the eight games that they play when they're returning, I realize the eight games are important because they're not going to play their best basketball right away. And, you know, they could get injured. But um, if you're within four games at the end of the eight additional games that they play of the AC, then they have the playoff, right? The play-in game, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the NBA. They don't want Memphis in the playoffs because Memphis isn't going to do any ratings. They want Zion. They want to give Zion the chance to make the playoffs, or they want to give Portland the chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's their agenda here. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't really like the play, like the four. What is it like a four-game play-in after? Mm-hmm. Or, I think it's like a the nine seed has to win two games, and then the eight seed just has to win one. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like that. I think all the all the teams that clinched are like, they're good. I think. The Wizards, they still definitely have a chance. So. They don't even deserve it, though. They're 24 yeah, exactly. and 40. They're, they shouldn't even be here. Yeah. But the but the West is more, like, like, cl- like close. Like, the records are all so close down under uh, the eight seed. And I understand why, because if it was 84 games, then it might have been different. But, yeah. The thing is, the Trailblazers, Pelicans, and Kings are all tied at the same record. So, and the Memphis Grizzlies are ahead by, like, three games. So, you, you think Grizzlies can stay up there with the eighth seed? No, I don't. I don't think they're going to stay up there. I think I think either the Trailblazers or the Pelicans are going to pass them because J.J. Redick does not want to not make the playoffs. He wants to make the playoffs with Zion first year and then hopefully hopefully do some damage with the new Pelicans team. If he were to stay with Philadelphia, yeah. he'd be making the playoffs right now. But Honestly. In my uh, in my bracket, I had Memphis holding on to it, but actually looking at it again, I think this is built for New Orleans to make it. They want New Orleans to make it because that would do numbers on television. Yeah, yeah. Well, I still think Memphis will get there because, like, remember Justin West, Justin Winslow was injured and he was about to come back, and Jaron Jackson was injured and during the regular season. So I feel like uh, Memphis can pull out and get the eight seed. Well, New Orleans really isn't as bad as their record says. It's just that they had such a bad start, and then they found their stars in, like, Brandon Ingram. And obviously, when you get Zion midseason, that's a huge boost to your team. Yeah. So they're a lot better team than their record indicates. Yeah. 
like I said earlier, uh, let's go over our uh, playoff predictions. So let's go with the bad one first, Wilmiamos. And keep on showing mines. Oh, okay. So let's go over mine. So right here, I have the Lakers winning it all. And I feel like the Grizzlies are going to make the playoffs over the Pelicans, Kings, and uh, Trailblazers. And so I have the Lakers versus Grizzlies in the top left over here. And I have Lakers winning five. And then Jazz versus Thunder. I got the Thunder winning that in six because, well, uh, Bondon Vodonovic is not playing. I, I'll disagree with you there. I remember a time when the when the Thunder had Russell Westbrook and they got bounced to a rookie Donovan Mitchell. I think that's just a bad matchup for them. I had I had the Thunder switching spots in the seeding just through the last eight games of the season with the Rockets, and then that's a much better matchup for them against the Nuggets. Yeah, me as well. I had them switching, playing the okay, Nuggets. Well, well if this is my playoff. Just debating here. Okay, just debating. Okay, so I have the Thunder winning six. And Joe Ingles also say he's not playing. So I think the Thunder are barely are bad in the Jazz. We're already bad in the Jazz too, but hey, just want to say that out right here. And then we got the I got the Nuggets versus Rockets. I got the Rockets being the Nuggets in six because like, I think the Nuggets are not trustworthy in the playoffs. I just don't believe in them at all. And then the Clippers versus Mavericks. I have the Clippers winning in seven because I think the Mavericks are a really good team. The record, like the record, doesn't show they're good because well, Luka Doncic was injured for most of the year, so they went down. So yeah. they're a lot better team than their record indicates. I think that's actually going to be a really good series too. Mm-hmm. And I debated an upset, upset, but the Clippers are too good for that. Yeah. And then let's go over to the East side. I have the Bucks versus Magic. You know, Bucks are going to do quick, easy work over them, winning in five. Heat versus Pacers. Uh, honestly, looking in high side, I should have put the Sixers at the fifth seed, but but I still have the Heat beating them going over to the second round. Then we got the Celtics versus Sixers. Uh, Celtics are a better team, in my opinion, because, like, better coach. Like, they don't have, like, those big-name talents as the Sixers do, but I feel like the Celtics are a way much better team than the Sixers. So uh, they don't they don't really have the matchup numbers on them at all this year. Three three and yeah. one against them, they they definitely but, cannot beat them in a four in a seven game series. Definitely I think, not. I think Jason Tatum's just coming into his own though, and he's like he's there for superstar level now. And Jalen Brown's a beast too. They have a much better squad if you actually look at it. But for some reason, the Sixers have a matchup on them. And it's partly because they stole Al Horford, who would shut down Embiid. But. And no one can stop Embiid on the Celtics. Okay. And then we have Raptors versus Nets. I have the Nets getting sweeped by the Raptors. Yeah. Because KD, KD said he wasn't going to play. So. And I think Kyrie, is still, Kyrie Irving still injured, too. So, yeah. Even Easy. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then, so we got the Lakers versus Thunder. Me as a Thunder fan, I don't really like seeing the Thunder game sweep. Like, I'm not getting sweep, but gentlemen. You sweep gave them that. a game. I gave them a game. Gave them a game because, like, hey, it's the Thunder. Chris Paul, Shakers, Alexander, Dennis Shooter, they will do something. They probably like win game three or game four, but they're gonna lose eventually to LeBron. And then I got the Rockets versus Clippers. I got the Rockets upsetting the Clippers because I feel like the Rockets can beat the Clippers. I don't really trust the Clippers. Like I said about the Nuggets, I don't really trust them that much. So I got the Rockets being the Clippers in seven. And then over here, I got Bucks versus Heat. The Bucks are another team I don't trust in the playoffs. Like, 
Giannis hasn't really proved anything that he can carry a team. So I think uh, he can beat the Bucks in seven. And I got the Celtics versus Raptors, another game seven game. Uh, Celtics going to beat the Raptors. I feel like they're a better coach team, has more star talent than the Raptors. So, yeah. Now I got the Lakers versus Rockets. Lakers going to beat the Rockets in six, no question after that. Like, the Rockets small ball probably won't go against LeBron and AD. And I got the Heat versus the Celtics. The Celtics will win out in seven because I think the I think uh, Celtics has a better team than the Heat, even though they're both coached well. And at the end, I got Lakers versus Celtics for the finals. Another Celtics Lakers versus Celtics rivalry. A good way to LeBron to win his fourth championship i do say so myself i i like your conclusion but i think you got there a little weird you you were like the lakers will shut down the rocket small ball i think the clippers will shut down the rocket small ball because the clippers have way better defenders they have pat beverly like montrez harrell like that's kind of their, their whole their whole lineup is defense they're kind of grit and grind paul george and Kawhi leonard are two excellent defenders too and then lou williams coming off the bench Ooh. so they so they can actually match them small ball so I think that's where the Rockets will end, but, you know, pretty solid. And I think your thing about the Bucks not being serious in playoffs is true. I, yeah, I haven't seen it from Giannis yet, so maybe the Heat. I, I, do, I do agree that the Bucks are they, – they might not make it out far in the playoffs. Yeah. They'll make it past the Magic, though. Who's up next? Liamo. Liamo. All right. Okay. I got some explaining to do, don't I? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Just, so, just talk about where you're different. Okay. So instead of the Grizzlies, I put the Trailblazers at the eight seed. And then I also had the Lakers beating them in the first round. We're on the west yep. side right now. Utah, I gave, I gave Utah versus Houston. I gave Houston the five seed instead of the Thunder. And I said the Rockets, surprising win against the Utah Jazz. Maybe a close series, but I'd say they come out on top. Wait, I got something, I got something to say. You, think, you really think Utah's going to be the fourth seed as, like, Joe Ingles is not playing, Bajong Badovic is not playing, Team Chemistry? Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley might be enough. Is Mike Conley – he's playing, right? Yeah, he's playing, he's playing. Yeah, I think that, that yeah. right there, that's I think, good enough. I think the Rocket small ball is just a bad matchup for the Jazz. Yes. So, if that ends up being the matchup, the Jazz will lose. Okay, and then Denver over OKC. I think that'll be a closer series than what it would be for um, Utah versus OKC, honestly, because it's like, I don't know. I just feel like Steven Adams could do a better job of. We've just seen in the past that that's just not a good matchup for the Thunder. And then Clippers over the Mavericks. I, I think that'll be a close series, like Emmanuel said, but I think Clippers win it as well. Okay. Milwaukee over Orlando in the East, right? Yeah. Then I have the Sixers moving up to the five seed over the Indiana Pacers, and I have the Heat beating the – or the Sixers beating the Heat. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> It'll be a closer series than it would be if the, uh, the Celtics played the Sixers. Um, I, yeah, I, th- I think, I think so. the Sixers would beat the Heat. Uh, but then the Bucks. I don't know how they've played against them this hold on, season. Hold but on. Well, Celtics, I was, Celtics are going to beat the Pacers. We'll get there. And then yeah. Raptors beat the, beat the Nets. What did you have to say, Emmanuel? Well, I think the Sixers will lose to the Heat, first of all. Like, the Sixers aren't a good team at all. 
Like Joel and Ben Simmons At can't all. do it together. Like the Thunder are a better team, as you guys saw before. Okay, Oklahoma State Thunder beat the Sixers. The Thunder work together. Mm-hmm. Their parts work together, unlike the Sixers, whose parts don't. All, all of them, all. every starter has been injured for at least a little bit of time this year, except for Al Horford. And what's Al Horford going to do? The best ability is available. He stopped Joel Embiid. <laughs> yeah, defensively. He's, He's like, bottom. he can handle the big man. That's about it. And then uh, we're on the semifinals now. Or the yeah. conference semifinals, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lakers and the Rockets. I think Lakers win, but it'll be like a four to two. Won't be just clean sweep. I feel like I feel like the Lakers would lose on the road to the Rockets, but not like nothing big, like no upsets at home. Is there on the road though? How are we doing this? Yeah. I guess there's no home court advantage for anyone. Because they're all it's playing just the best Orlando. teams here. Well, I think they should shift oh, up the uh, courts. To like the teams and stuff, so like, uh, yeah, and then and then Clippers beating Denver because that team is just I feel like the Clippers are just such a good team overall. Yeah, the defense. Denver, Denver just sucks. Like they're yeah. not a good team. They're a good regular season team. They always do yeah. good regular seasons. But last year, didn't they get bounced by the Trailblazers first round or something? Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, Milwaukee. Giannis might not be might not be good in the play like as good in the playoffs. And last year the the Sixers actually held their own against the Bucks. I think they had a two two series, and then this year they may they have won the Bucks on Christmas yeah. Day. How was that that game? Giannis was doing nothing at the whole entire time. Yeah, who was shutting him down too? Tell me, Giannis or not uh, Giannis? Ben Simmons or Joel? Which one? It was Joel. Both. Both. Oh, Joel. Okay, so I say Sixers win, but it's a closer series than Sixers heat. So, like, 4-3, honestly. And then Celtics lose to the Raptors in the, con- in the conference semifinals. Lakers beat the Clippers. I just think LeBron and Anthony Davis is going to be too much to handle for Paul George and Kawhi down low. And yeah, know. and what what often is a trouble for LeBron is if you have, like, a dominating paper presence but like who's who's the Clippers paint presence Ivica Zubak or Montrez Harrell but he's, but like, he's a little guy yeah he is yeah he's not a big body like like me yeah you need big bodies to bully <laughs> LeBron a little bit but whatever and then this one may be controversial the Sixers beat the Raptors in the conference in the conference finals with Kawhi they lost by a four bounce shot so but the Raptors are exactly. a, such a team. They do, is... they do have that team chemistry right now, but before the league got like shut down and completely paused, it was just like they might have had the they might have had a like hot streak going, but now the coaching may have just like everything, all the team chemistry just could be out the window right now. And I yeah. feel like the Sixers could come back stronger with all the talent that they have. And then the finals. No, none of you are going to listen to me. None of you guys are going to listen to me. Sixers, Lakers, Sixers win. Sixers win. Okay. You know, what I think hurts the Sixers is that this whole season they've been good at home, terrible on the road. Every, like, they feed off the energy of their home court. There's going to be none of that now. It's going to be dead silent unless they, like, pump noise in or something. But, well, they kind of uh, they sound – like hearing David Aldridge saying like, oh, that's a terrible joke. But you can see why this is the 
Bad bracket. This is the bad bracket because he has the Sixers winning. Yeah. But I think if the Sixers get to that five seed, that's a much easier route for them. Yeah. Because in the other bracket, they'd have to play the Celtics and the Raptors back-to-back series. Anything can happen in those. Okay, I'd like to say one thing before Getz's bracket pops up. Uh, he put the Western teams in the Eastern Conference and the Eastern teams in the Western Conference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I guess the there's Lakers not, are the East. I got to look at some things that are different here. I did have the Celtics beating the Sixers, but we talked about that matchup so much. And then the Celtics beating the Raptors. Uh, I, I basically went chalk. I basically had minimal upsets. Oh, uh, besides the Thunder. The Rockets, I like that one. the Rockets have a good matchup versus the Jazz if they play small ball because you, you know, you're going to have to put, like, Gobert on the perimeter. And, yeah, and Joe Ingles isn't playing. But, like, that would be an example of a guy. And Badong Badong is just – I can't say his name. Yeah. <laughs> the Thunder, that's a much – if they drop to the sixth seed, would actually be a good thing for them because that's a much better matchup. But besides that, uh, I went pretty much with the favorites because this is the NBA. It's seven-game series, and it's not, it's not March Madness. Usually the best team wins in a seven-game series. Lakers champions. Okay, so base looking like my bracket, but mine's better. Okay, that's debatable. I, if I had another look at your bracket, like you had the Raptors being the Clippers. Uh, the, it the may Rockets honestly being the be Clippers, the exact but, same. No. No, no, no. He had the Rockets being yeah, the Clippers. he did, he did. That is just – if you looked at the matchups, that's never going to happen in a million years. Yeah. But, yeah. But we have a lot on our agenda today. So let's, let's get on. to the next thing, next thing. Uh, let's pull it up. So – Oh, I got some questions for you guys. You guys will like it, probably not like it, but let's go over. Oh, man. Got to click on it. The thing's in the way. Okay. Here we go. Did they underachieve in their career? NBA edition. I love this. This is great. <laughs> so let's go to the first person. Oh, my. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Did he underachieve? No. No. Definitely not. Really? I felt that he kind of underachieved. Like, like he could have won, like, one more, like, after Miami if he were like, stay healthy. Even if he wasn't the best version of himself, like, he still got, what, one, MV- one or two MVPs and four rings. Yeah. Two different teams. Yeah. So – yeah, I, I don't know. There wasn't much to do with his game. Like, I feel like like if he wasn't like easy and actually practiced more, he could have pushed himself to be probably one of the greatest players of all time. But, yeah. Yeah, maybe if you learned a free throw, you'd have a few thousand more points. But <laughs> I think it'd be harsh to say that this NBA Hall of Famer underachieved. Yeah. And also, like, he has a big ego problem. You guys see him with the Magic and Penny Hardaway and Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe Kobe was a difficult character to deal with in his own way, too. Yeah. They just true. had two alphas who wanted to be the number one guy on the team. But Sounds like the Sixers. Yeah. yeah. They have no alphas, and nobody wants to be the leader. Ben Simmons and Joel both want to – The only they alpha they have is Jimmy Butler. <laughs> he will, he, yeah, yeah he Jimmy Butler is an alpha. Yeah, he's an alpha. And he left your team, too. Remember? Remember when Russ left your team? Oh, like uh, KD. He got, he got traded. Okay, next thing. 
<laughs> Vince Carter. I'd say yeah. Uh, yeah, may as well. He came in so hot, and he's going to leave without a ring. Yeah. Uh, when he was know. on uh, Brooklyn, he had a chance to re- win a ring. Like, Brooklyn just came from, like, the NBA Finals. They had Vince Carter. He never got, never got to the NBA Finals again. Then he went to Orlando. Then he went one with Dwight Howard. So, I feel like he really underachieved. Yeah, he had like 20, 22 years in the league. I think he's retiring after the season. And mm-hmm. since he's he's not in the playoff contention, no more games. So he play, he's already played his last game. No rings no in ring. 22 yeah. seasons. And also when he came in, he came from North Carolina, a shooting guard, six like 6'4". Six, four, six, four. That sounds familiar. Insane bounce. Be, yes, people thought he was the next Michael Jordan. But, That's what it was, but yeah. Didn't live Long up to the hype. Hey, he is a cool dunker, so let's, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. He'll make the basketball hall of fame because that one's easy. Okay. How about this? Dwight Howard. Oh, he was – people forget how good this guy was when he was on the Magic. He won three defensive player of the years, mm-hmm. like back to back to back. Yeah. Um, And then it kind of went off the rails, but I think he's got a few years left, and – he can rewrite his story in these last few years if he yeah. maybe even gets a ring this year. Stays with the Lakers. He is on the Lakers. I just felt like like when he was like on the Lakers for the first time, Kobe like they, he didn't that didn't work out with him. So he had another chance with the Rockets. Him and James Harden. He wanted to go to the Rockets. He got to the Rockets. Didn't work out. He went to Atlanta. Didn't work out. Then so on, so on, so on. He came back running to L.A. Yep. If if you would have asked me this back when he was playing for like even the stretch of the Wizards, I would have said like complete total bust of a career. But yeah. I think he's gonna uh, change the narrative a little bit with when it, with his time on the Lakers. Hopefully. Okay. Carmel Anthony. Clearly. Yeah. How many how many playoff series did he win? Like one. One. Yeah. Something like that. He played with AI and. He like he's still like not prime AI, but he still couldn't like. Yeah, yeah that, and Chauncey Billups too. The Nuggets exactly. team was good. Yeah, the Nuggets team was good, especially with Chauncey Billups. Like they didn't play ISO ball as soon as Chauncey Billups came in, and he he didn't score as much, but like they was winning games, and like they went to the conference championships against the, uh, Kobe. I felt like the future was bright for Denver, but he wanted to go to New York. He forced himself to go to New York. When he got to New York, he has no. He couldn't. Had, he didn't wait until he had six months until he hit free agency. He wanted yeah. to trade to New York, and that yeah. just depleted New York's roster. Yeah. Got rid of all those key role players that you need to have a successful team like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he came in national champion from Syracuse, and what's interesting about him is that he was drafted fourth that year, but if he had drafted third. Carmelo Anthony, that's a completely different story because then he'd be on the Pistons and they won a ring in 2004. Uh, he was drafted third. If he was drafted second, he Oh, if he was Pistons. drafted, yeah. Okay. Next person, Steve Francis. I'm not too familiar on Steve Francis' uh, his career, but um, – uh, I can give you a little highlight. So, he was a three-time All-Star. He was drafted by the Vancouver – Grizzlies, but he asked for a trade to Houston. Uh, he His career, he averaged 18 points a game, six assists. He was a big guy for Houston, too. He was supposed to be the guy next up for Houston after Hakeem Olajuwon uh, retired. 
So I felt like he really underachieved because like he, he he just one problem about him like he like a lot of players ego problem. He was not a good team player. Yeah. So what do you guys think? He was a cool player. He had a bunch of highlights and like. I really like this guy, but um, he was drafted like with the second pick or the first pick overall. So like, I felt like he really underachieved from that. Yeah, I'll say underachieved, but I don't really know. Yeah, I don't. I've never like I've never seen like anything about him. I only seen his highlights. Yeah, uh, he could play. Oh, you guys are not a true NBA fan? No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, Stephon Marbury. This is getting tough now. This is like yeah. yeah <laughs> Uh, all I know about him is the shoes, like the Marbury shoes, like $15 basketball shoes. Well, he is a two-time All-Star. He's a two-time All-NBA. He played for Minnesota for five, uh, for three seasons until he left to go to uh, New York and, and New Jersey. So that's basically what no, happened. I, I think if you have a career like that, most guys would be – They'd, they'd take that. A lot of guys coming into the NBA would take a two-time NBA All-Star and All-NBA teams. Thing is, so when uh, it was, the Bucks drafted him, then trade him away, trade him away for Ray Allen. You can tell like uh, the Bucks won that trade because Stephon Marbury just left three seasons after. Ray Allen said himself that if he would stay on Timberwolves, he would never left KG because they made the they made the playoffs a lot. When it was like a nice dynamic duo with Stephon yeah. Marbury and KG, and well, he is a legend at China. Like everybody knows that. I was just looking at that mm-hmm. <laughs> three-time CBA champion. Mm-hmm. And I think like he just went downhill after he left Minnesota. For his career, he averaged like 19 points a game and 7.6 assists. So I feel like he underachieved a lot. If he would stay with KG, he probably would have did something. All right. Yeah. Just a solid NBA career, but I guess yeah. underachieved. Like so I feel like he underachieved for a lottery pick. I'm gonna have to okay. do like one or two more, and then I'm gonna have to hop out. Okay. Oh yeah. Chris Paul. This is tough. Uh. How many? How many All Stars does he have? How many All Star appearances? Uh. Definitely a lot, but. Let me look this up. He has 10 all-star appearances, six-time steal champ, four-time assist champ. So, yeah. But no rings. No I think ring. At the end of the day, he's going to be up there all-time in, like, leaderboards for assists, probably all-time leaderboards for steals. Yeah. Um, the ring is just hard. He's it's, had chances. He's had his chances so many times. Yeah. That's Clippers. The only that Clippers team underperformed yeah. every time they were in the playoffs. And remember that remember that game five, game six against the Thunder? They were ahead by like eight points, like eight points by like one minute left, and they just blew it. Yeah, they should. He should have. He had so many opportunities, like the Rockets, especially. Like the Rockets, too. They had the game seven versus the Warriors, and he had like a hamstring injury or something. Oh, my gosh. It's hard to say people haven't underachieved if they don't have a ring. Like, like great. If, like, if you're Chris Paul. Like, no, yeah, most notable players. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one's probably not the best one, but I feel like he underachieved. So let's go to the next one. Paul George. I think he underachieved as well. 
his career's uh, not he's not done yet. The yeah, he's not yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. But what were the expectations for Paul George coming in when he first joined the league? He came. He was like he was the tenth overall pick out of Fresno State. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he made a really good career. Yeah, he made a good career, but he like, played USA basketball and stuff. And I feel like I didn't feel like he underachieved. But I feel like he like if it wasn't for the injury, he probably would. Oh, if, yeah. he was, if he wants to stay so with Indiana too, like he should stay with Indiana, but he tried to force himself to LA. Got traded to OKC. He had a good team with OKC. Didn't go against the Jazz and the and the Trailblazers. Let's not talk about that. Didn't guard <laughs> Damian Lillard, but and then he forced himself to Clippers. Los Angeles to the Clippers. He has a ch- right I now. He has a chance to win this this year. This could like this could like yeah. This playoffs, this like, year. if he doesn't perform in the playoffs, I'm just saying he underachieved this... his career. All right. I'm I'm heading out. I do think Paul George did underachieve, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Later, boys. See ya. Okay. Next one up, Baron Davis. Uh, He was a really cool player. And, you yeah. know, that picture is from the We Believe Warriors. Uh-huh. Is it fair to say that he underachieved? Again, it's like, what were the expectations for him? No, he was a top three pick uh, coming into the league. He shows uh, he he showed that he can uh, carry a team like the We Believe Warriors. But I, to my opinion, I didn't feel like he underachieved at all. Like, look at the talent he had around him. Didn't have that much talent at all. So, yeah. Yeah, for the teams that he played on. Um. He had a respectable career again. That's like the kind of career where you can retire uh-huh. and like your kids will think it's cool and everybody will think it's cool. Uh-huh. Two-time NBA All-Star. Uh-huh. Last one. Certainly. Certainly. Yes. The problems that this guy had with addictions and stuff. Yeah. It's so sad to see because he was a really good player. Yeah. People thought he was a LeBron before the LeBron. He was a yeah. nice small uh, small four. That's the skill set that he had. Yeah. So that's all I have. Let's get to the next thing. Bus or not? Will will probably like this one, but he left sadly. So let's go. Let's get on with this. Bus or not? NBA edition. First thing up, Josh Jackson. Certainly, this guy's in the G League now. Yeah. This guy plays G League. Certainly a bust. There's no way back for this guy. I know. Like, uh, I feel like if you're drafting the top five in the NBA draft, you should not be playing the G League. Like, that's Anthony Bennett level right there. Yeah. That, it, even when the pick came, I was uninspired by it. It's like – Yeah. People project him to be like the third – people project him over Jason Tatum. Like, people thought he was the best small four in the whole entire draft. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't really work out with the Suns. Got traded to the Grizzly. Had a better situation with the Grizzly with John Moran and Jaron Jackson. Still didn't perform. Still, yeah. yeah. Frank Niakilla. I haven't even heard what this guy's been up to, so I imagine he's a bust. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You, have you been keeping up with this guy? Uh, yeah, I kind of have. Like, he's been, like, he, he's a good defensive player, like all, like all tall point guards are. Uh, people, people thought, like, when they drafted him, they wanted Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. over him, as I would get to Dennis Smith Jr. later on. That wouldn't have worked either. Yeah. yeah. So – yeah, I feel like he's a definitely a bust. Like he probably can be like he probably can get him like a nice starting point guard as a defending point guard. He can like dish out the ball, but that's all. He's not really 
a star talent in this league. Darius Garland. I don't know what Cleveland is doing. I'm not going to write this guy off as bust yet. I think I think he has a chance. But they draft Colin Sexton the year before, and now they draft Darius Garland. Like That doesn't seem like a very good backcourt pairing. I don't even like Colin Sexton in the modern NBA anyway. He's not a shooter like that. Yeah. But um, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to write Darius Garland off yet because I, I remember watching like his high school stuff and McDonald's All-American. He was tough. He was tough. Well, like, I felt like uh, I wasn't, as soon as I saw that Cleveland pick Darius Garland, I didn't like it at all. They say he was trying to go for like a uh, uh, Portland Trailblazers-like team, but like they're both 6'2". Like, I'm pretty sure Darius Garland, yeah, he's 6'1". That's not going to work in the – I know, like, all small ball and stuff, but, like, that's not going to work. In the, and they both want the ball in their hands. They're yeah. both point guards like that. Yeah, he averaged, like, 12 points a game, 3.9 assists. That's not good for a fifth pick overall. So, yeah, I think – But what, what was this? His rookie year? So, mm-hmm. I think give him some time. Give him some time. And maybe oh. a switch of teams. Mm-hmm. Like, a team that actually needs a point guard. Because Colin Sexton, like, he's a point guard, but he's a scorer. He doesn't look to pass yep. the ball. But, yeah. Andrew Wiggins. He was the first overall pick? I think it's all where he started. Uh, Cleveland, I don't think ever ex- – or uh, they probably expected to keep him for a while, but then they realized that they could get LeBron in free agency. And then it became clear, apparently, like they're not going to wait for this guy to develop while they have LeBron here. They need somebody now. And he was used in the Kevin Love trade. Uh I think he's had a fine career. Like, was he like a 20 point per game scorer? Now he's on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Give the Warriors another year. They had a really bad year, but they still have a solid squad. Yeah, I think I think he's not a bust at all. Like, he was actually having a good year this year. He was averaging, let me check, 21.8 points a game, five rebounds, three assists. I felt like when Carl Anthony Towns was gone, he was the one carrying his team. That's the only person that – I feel like the Timberwolves should never trade uh, Andrew Wiggins. Like, even though they got D'Lo, I felt like they can do, like, another trade to keep Andrew Wiggins, but it didn't really work out at the end. So, yeah, I think he's on a bust. Like, I think maybe the Warriors would trade him to a team that needs him, but – No, I like, think the Warriors could be good again next year. I think we're running off the Warriors too soon. Yeah. They're going to have Clay Thompson back and Steph for the full year next year with Andrew Wiggins. And, and uh, maybe James Wiseman with that pick. That's the crazy part, too. They're going to have another pick. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh, if they got James Wiseman. Uh-huh. <sighs> Marvin Bagley, the third. Bust. What was this guy's second pick? Uh-huh. Man, I remember this guy was supposed to be the, the next guy. The next guy. When it came to the Kings. And you don't hear anything about this. And I heard, like, the owner said that he, him and De'Aaron Fox is the next Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Yeah, that, that was his comp coming in. But, like, I he feel averaged like, 14 points per game this season. It might be too early to write him off because yeah, yeah, it's too early he, could to be like, he could be like Brandon Ingram. Like, people keep on, like, bashing him, like, saying, like, oh, you was drafted before Luka Doncic, but, like, the Kings didn't need Luka Doncic. They already have De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill. Like, if they were drafted – They're Luka... slowly building a good squad. Yeah. That sounds like a good squad. Mm-hmm. And also, they can still make the playoff this year. And Marvin Bagley III was injured for, like, most of his rookie year, most of his sophomore year. So, I felt like every single time he's in, 
uh, Heat and producing well for them. Like, I feel like he can be a nice – well, maybe an all-star with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill. If Luke Walton can be a good head coach. I just don't like Luke Walton at all as a head coach for the Kings. Yeah. Um, but like Brandon Ingram, he was also a Kevin Durant comp. Like that same style of player, and he's and he's coming to his own now. So don't write Marvin Bagley off. Yeah, yeah. which he's is not bust. Right? He's not bust. I said bust originally, but now that we've talked about it and we thought it over, he's definitely not bust yet. Yeah. Cam Reddish, not a bust. This guy can play. Yeah. Um, it's his rookie year. I don't. I don't know exactly what he's averaging, but I. I'm not a big fan of Trey Young. I don't think you're ever going to win with a guy who hucks up shots like Trey Young. Um, yeah. That's, we're going to have to see how those guys also work. He's from together. Oklahoma, not Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's right in Oklahoma. So, like, yeah, Trey Young, he's not going to win it all. But I feel like Cam Reddish, he's a nice 3-and-D player. He say he wants to be the best 3-and-D 3D player of all time. I feel confident, confident in him. He'd be a nice – backup player because he's backup for a De'Aaron Hunter. I feel like De'Aaron Hunter, I feel like he's the next uh, Kawhi Leonard. I feel like that's my opinion. But Cam Reddish, he'd be like a nice next Paul George because like with his size and stuff. He's got the build for it, so mm-hmm. I, I'll give him some time. It was just his rookie year. Uh-huh. Dennis Smith Jr. Bust. Really? I mean, they traded him. He's been around now. He's been traded around. Got, they got him out of town for Luca because they're yeah. like, this is clearly the direction we need to go in. Yeah. He was doing good his rookie year, got injured, came yeah. back. Luka Doncic was drafted, didn't really work out with Luca. He came to New York. He did kind of good. And then this upcoming season, did terrible. He was like, this, he wasn't good. Like, they, Frank Nukila was doing better than him. That's the thing. He was on the bench. He only played like five minutes of games for them. So I feel like, I don't know what New York is doing because they really have three young point, guard, point guards, uh, Emmanuel Moudiat. I don't know what New York is doing. Yeah. yeah. What was their uh, big freeze in signing this summer? Julius Randle. Yeah. And everyone was talking about you have to get Kevin Durant. The fact that they can't pull guys in such a big market is actually kind of sad. Oh, I kind of like the Julius Randle signing. Like, it's like, if they're actually trying to, like, build a young team, Julius Randle is not. He did good for the Pelicans, too. Uh, so, yeah. I feel like – I feel like – if they, I feel like they should keep Dennis Smith Jr. because, like, if they keep on, like, believing in him and playing in more minutes, he'll come out to be, like, he would say, like, the next Russell Westbrook. But but they can't also draft just... Cole Anthony, too. Yeah. Yeah, Cole Anthony. That would be a nice – or LaMelo Ball. So, yeah. But I hear rumors that they're thinking about trading for Chris Paul. As a Thunder fan, you guys can have Chris Paul if you give us R.J. Barrett, a nice little Canadian duo. R.J. Barrett and Shea goes Alexander. Hey, oh. The Knicks might do that trade, but I wouldn't. I would never give up R.J. Barrett for Chris Paul yeah. right yeah. now. I'm saying, Knicks, if you're listening, R.J. Barrett, we give you Chris Paul. Okay, let's go to the next one. Jared Culver. I don't even know. Well, he Is was. He just- a, he, he's a rookie this year. He's the guy out of Texas Tech. Okay, uh-huh. I remember him. Yeah. Uh, give him time. It's just his rookie year. Honestly, I feel like he is a bust. He was drafted with a with a lottery pick. People thought he was gonna be a nice three and D player. Haven't really did anything at all. Like he could have helped 
the Timberwolves win more games. Like, he's averaging, like, nine points a game. Like, he hasn't been efficient, hasn't been scoring that much. So, I feel like he's going to be a bust. I think it's too early to write this guy off. I remember in March Madness, this guy was the truth. So, um, yeah, many people thought he was, like, the best player of that tournament. Um, But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Next was, up. We're too we're too quick to write these guys off. This guy is a bust right here. Oh no 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 Marco Fultz is not a bust. I like to say Marco Fultz is not a bust. He's doing good for the magic. Just because he didn't work out with the Sixers. The Sixers were dumb to draft an, another point guard, even though they got Ben Simmons and shot he's not a shooter too. He came in the league as a playmaker. People keep on convert, comparing him to James James Harden and DeAndre Russell's like scores, but like he's not a scorer, he's a playmaker. He was, he's a literally a two-way slashing playmaker, like in 2K. So I I don't want to write him off so far. But you only you only like the two-way slashing uh, slashing playmaker because that's your build. <laughs> this oh, guy no. is trash. He's not. He wasn't mentally tough enough for Philadelphia. And I knew it even in college. Like the guy just looked funky when he played. And you know he he didn't take his team to the tournament. It's not that hard to make the tournament, dude. Like a oh, guy like John Morant can do it coming from the Ohio Valley Conference and then win a game too. So really different players can make the tournament with, with any team. Well, I feel like he he's not bust at all. Like he's doing really good with Orlando too. Like all his teammates like him. He what is, is he up to 12 points per game or what's he doing now? Well, he's averaging like 12 points a game, like tennis, like around 10 assists. So, Yeah. So, I think he's going to be nice. I think next year he's going to be most improved player. That's my prediction for next year. He was considered – he was like – I think he was like top ten for most improved player this year. And, honestly, next year is his year. He's going to break out averaging like 20 points and like 10 assists and like five boards. And he's really good on, on defense too, like all tall point guards are. He looks, he looks weird when he plays, man. He plays with a lack of confidence. And also people say like, well, the reason why he went to Washington, he's from like from the D.C. area. And he went to Washington State to get away from his mother. He got drafted by Philadelphia, so he got close to his mother. And his mom is overprotected. And so, yeah. And he's just like happy that he got looks... away from his mom, I guess. Some people said. Weird guy. Oh, yeah. Go to the next person. Mo Bamba. Oh, man. I remember his um, – he was so hyped, obviously, because of the song and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And plus, he, he's got a one in once-in-a-lifetime body. But, like – Two seasons now, he's averaged five points for each, five rebounds on his career, five rebounds per game on his career. Oh. And he was supposed to be a elite shot blocker. He was only only averaged like one point four blocks a game, so not yeah, as good. I feel like is, if he was drafted in the white right situation, I don't know why Magic drafted another center. They were like Vucevic. They were like, this is going to be Shaq again in our organization. Yeah, but even but, though they had Nikola Vucevic at the t- like. At the time, I feel like if he was maybe get traded to a team like team like the Kings that can need uh, yeah. a like him. A lot of these guys could yeah. change the narrative just by switching to one team. You've seen it happen with so many guys. Like, mm-hmm. again, Brandon Ingram just DeAndre comes to mind. Yep, they switch teams and it's a completely different narrative. Yeah, it's like Marco Fultz came from Sixers into the Magic. Now, bus, yeah, y'all are sleeping on Marco Fultz. Well, he's a bus for the team that drafted him. Yeah, but – not busting my books. Not busting my book. Lonzo Ball. Not a bust at all. This Pelicans team is going to be really good 
for years to come. And, like, the Lakers, they didn't – this was one of the guys I think LeBron was like, if we can hold on to this guy, like, let's, let's try. But, you know, they had to get Anthony Davis, so he was part of that group. And LeBron's not waiting around for guys to – Lonzo Ball to come into their own. Yeah. I feel like he was, like, when he came in, like, he was hype up. He looked like he was going to be, be a bust, but like you saw with Barry Ingham, switched to a different team. He's in a better situa- situation now. Not The lights are not too bright on him right now. He's coming to his own. Like, people thought he was going to be a scorer like Steph Curry, like his dad kept on saying, but he's more of a playmaker. No, he's a perfect fit with Zion Williamson. So, yeah, I feel like he's going to come up there. Like, might be, like, a one-time All-Star if he becomes, like, really good, but – not a Hall of Fame player, but he is definitely not a bust in my book. The Pelicans have a really good roster. They've built their roster well, so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if they can, like, maybe, like, uh, like Drew Holiday, if they get rid of Drew Holiday, but, like, because he's older now, like, he's going to decline soon. So, like, maybe try to get a trade for Drew Holiday and get another shooting guard. But right now, this team's good. This team's playoff bound for next year. Because they're not making the playoffs this year, because the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be like, they're going to be winning. They're going to be winning. I think the NBA wants them to make the playoffs. I yeah, because where the idea because, Zion, because the ESPN and Zion has been like, is like as like ESPN and Zion is like ESPN and Michael Jordan. Like they only be talking about them. So mm-hmm. yeah, Jerome Robinson. Oh. Uh. I think I, anybody who gets drafted to the Wizards, you're already in a disadvantage. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't drafted to the Wizards. Oh, well, I, I don't really know this guy. Okay, so let me just give you a little. He's already been traded then. Yeah. He was drafted by the Clippers with a 13 pick. So, yeah. And he's averaging three points a game. He's a bust in my opinion. Like, he was drafted over Landry Shamit. All Sixers fans would know Landry Shamit. And Landry Shaman took his starting spot and – well, took his spot. And Jerome Robinson just got traded just like that. So, I feel yeah. like he's a bust. He's definitely a bust. Yeah, who is this guy? And he averages three points. Yeah, he's a bust. Yeah. Luke Kennard. He's uh, – you know, you, you don't expect this guy to be the next leader of your franchise. You expect him to be like a J.J. Redick. Like a or, like a good over. solid shooter, yeah. And so like I, I think he's doing that. And for a person who was drafted over Donovan Mitchell, I'm just saying, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. If you draft this guy over Donovan Mitchell, he never had the ceiling. The ceiling for a guy like Luke Kennard is JJ Redick, but the ceiling for a guy like Donovan Mitchell is is league Malink Monk. I think this guy's a, a bust. Um, yeah. He's, he plays in the G League. He got drafted. He got he was drafted over Luke Kennard and Donovan Mitchell. And those two he players plays are, in the G League now? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I remember this guy coming out of Kentucky. There was so much hype about him. but Yeah, Ali, I asked a friend who's a Celtics fan who had the first pick at the time. I asked him, who's going to be the first pick, Fultz or Ball? He said Malink Monk. He wanted well, Malik if, Monk. Maybe if he goes pick. to the Celtics organization instead of the Hornets, it's completely different. But well, at the time they needed a shooting guard, and they could have drafted Luke Kennard or 
uh, Donovan Mitchell, but and Celtics were like the only team that nailed that draft. Mm-hmm. Well, out of the top teams, yeah. they they outplayed everyone at the top. Gross. The Celtics are like this a good franchise overall, and I think that's it. So I think that's it for the podcast right now. If you guys want, if you guys like like it, I'll go on YouTube, like and subscribe, and turn this notification 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 on so you can get more, uh, so you can get notified when our next podcast is. If you're on Spotify, make sure you guys follow us. I'm trying to get this up on Apple, and if you guys want to uh, give your own input, you can always go on Anchor and give us a voice message, and we can put it on the next podcast so so we can react to it. Guess got anything else to say? Yeah, or comment in the YouTube channel. I I want you guys to disagree with me. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. We want to react to your comments and stuff. So Yep. Uh hope you guys have a great day and we out. Okay.